what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. Hello everyone, this is the interview queen, Alicia Two. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. This is Veggie. This is the Callahan Death Machine in the draw and the face of Impact Wrestling. The one and only shot Willie Mac. This is Shreddy Break, aka Mr. Clangin and Bangin. And you're listening. You are listening to. You are listening to. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Hello, welcome to Broken but Glorious on BBGWrestling.com. And Chris Laffin, I'm delighted to be joined the line by your girlfriend's favourite podcaster, Nick David. Good evening. No Lance this week. And I was going to have a bit of a fraud with that Nick right now. <laughs> I was going to say you're Miles' favourite, but it doesn't really suit you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I've, I've, I've stolen Lance's gimmick, and I, I'm the new, yeah, I'm the new uh, girlfriend's favourite wrestler and podcast. <laughs> Are you well? Yeah, no, all good. Yeah, all good. Can't complain. Uh, apart from my team being out of the FA Cup over the weekend uh, yeah apart from that all good yeah <laughs> so yeah both, both both upset about it yeah well we went out on penalties shouldn't really go to penalties against the championship team I guess especially given one of their strikers who came on he's on loan from Brighton to make it even worse so <laughs> but um, yeah no it's, it is what it is what it is but uh, yeah just a shame always next year as they, as they say yeah. you've been to any wrestling recently uh, but not been to any wrestling recently, but just still been watching an awful lot. Um, yep, still, still, still slaving away watching a lot of it each week. And uh, we would like to um, give a bit of a, a, a bit of a shout out. Actually, there was a tweet I think it was from mm. Sean Ross, and it made me think. You know, I think we all know every week that uh, AEW is going to produce very good mm. shows. We know some some shows are going to be a lot better than the others, but. Consistently, it's always going to be amazing. Uh, but this week, I like the um, little nod to Impact, I think. It was mm. good to see. And it's something I completely agreed on. He goes, it's just been very consistent for, for a while. There's never been a show where you've watched it and it's been absolutely, you must see sort of thing. But it's just been very consistently good. Yeah. Like, as in every week, you're not going to be disappointed. You're always going to get a very solid show. Good storyline telling, some good matches. Just very, very easy watch every week. So, yeah, I, I just, yeah. Just like the little chat that was. Let's get back on TV because I haven't watched it since it stopped being on TV. I, I, know, it on, yeah. <laughs> I know we can watch it online and stuff, but. Yeah, yeah uh, it's. Yeah. Like, it records and then I can watch it whenever I want on the telly rather than have to go on the internet. And... <laughs> yeah, because I first watched it on the telly when it was on, when, when I first got into it. I'm trying to think which channel it was on now. It was on one of the Scott Free Sky ones, I think. Yeah, uh, well, when I started watching it, it was on Challenge for years and years and years and years and years and years and years. Then it moved to... Do you remember the Wrestling Channel? Yes. I'm trying to think, what promotions... Are I know Ring of Honor was on that. I'm trying to think of any other promotions that were on that. Ooh, God, it's so many years ago. I think it might have been TNA when it first started. I think, I think it was... Yeah, it was TNA on the... And there was Smash Wrestling, I want to say, from Canada. Oh yeah, I know Smash loads, Wrestling. Yeah. There's loads of loads of old of sport, uh, <laughs> world of sports, um, yeah, yeah, Japan, Japanese wrestling on there. Yeah, Japanese sort of quite. Yeah, I went to TNT Ignition, doing the usual Lance fan section, me and Joel. So. <laughs> yeah. so we haven't got matching T-shirts at the moment because Lance didn't have Lance has sold out of his T-shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I saw his tweet. 
Yeah, so I've got I've got a different t-shirt to show now, so we don't look like proper fans because we haven't got the same t-shirt on anymore. <laughs> Not loyal enough. Yeah, for, <laughs> because he's a heel, were there any people cheering? Have your bells boozing? So you're yeah. the ones you get the fruit thrown at you and what have you, the apples, yeah, definitely. apples at the back of the head. Yeah, unfortunately his team lost. He teamed with Lucy Sky against um, Aurora Tevez and Ryan Hunter. It's the first time I've seen them lose for a while, I think. You brought the lucky charm back. Um, <laughs> well, he, he got eliminated from a rumble, but I don't really count a rumble as a loss, really. But... Um, definitely the weird loss ratio. No, definitely not. No. <laughs> yeah, but it was a great show. I would, if you once it's on Power Force TV, I recommend anyone goes to watch it. The Cameron Solis versus JJ Webb for the English Championship. We had Tom Farewell versus Jimmy Jackson. We had Friends of the Show, Franco Vargo versus Friends of the Show, Shreddy. A great match. That was a lot of fun. That's just two heavyweights battling each other. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> I into, I've interviewed most of the show. I'm just saying. <laughs> Tate Mayfair versus uh, MVK. Um, got Tate's on next week. He's having fun. a lot of fun. He's, he's been on progress recently. He was against. Um, Dean Ormark mm. um, Chapter 217 That was a fun match Yeah, yeah. And what's the opening match? Ah, they had a boxer match um, RPD Versus Sonny Derson Had a boxer match And I interviewed um, RPD yesterday And he said Well we basically just had to Just go for it Because if they tried to Work the box match It'll look crap <laughs> so, so they did Three rounds of two minutes And yeah And then Yeah just battered each other because <laughs> uh, RPD is a former boxer he's like got a he only lost one fight out of 22 or something and, yeah I think uh, Son of Death must have had some boxing training sometime in the back in the past because he looked he looked decent so, but, but it was a lot of fun yeah it was, it was Isaac's favourite match <laughs> Frank Evarga asked him what his favourite match was and he told him it was it was a boxing match not his match <laughs> so, <laughs> but he got a post relative Thank you, Vargo, anyway. So thank you for that. Okay, so giving Isaac a free poster. That's awesome. <laughs> that was nice meeting him as well. It's, it's weird sometimes meeting people in real life when you've interviewed them a couple of times. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> they, don't, they don't know who you are. So they have a Frank. I don't know. Look at you like you're weirder. That's Chris. <laughs> I've, I've been there with uh, I've been there with the football one before. Uh, mm. A fellow we interviewed. Uh, um, I saw him in the pub and I was like to be fair luckily he actually knew straight away so it wasn't yeah. as awkward so yeah no, I had a, had a good chat and he actually arranged a couple more interviews as well for, for other people so yeah. oh, amazing <laughs> but I'm plugging a podcast that's about eight years out, uh, seven years out of well, about five <laughs> years out of date now so but <laughs> yeah so I'll put them interviews up on um, Spotify it's under oh cool I think it's got VT Football into archive or something like that I'll, I might, I'll put a link in the description if you want to go have a look at, listen to my next old football interviews <laughs> I've got I've got I've, built, I've built, put all our 2000 2013 to 15 in a row so your are interview with Adam Fergus, yeah there go yeah figure the surname then yeah that's up now we'll get into the news so we'll start with the news in association with the best page on Facebook for wrestling news the pro wrestling world so, Tony Khan has revealed a free agent will debut on this week's episode of Dynamite. But um, it's hinted that a, a star will sound AEW and slam the Forbidden Door shut. He tweeted, the Forbidden Door can be open for anyone from any wrestling promotion in the world. 
whether or not the company has a company AEW is on good terms with. The Young Bucks have changed their Twitter profile to bring in Jeff Hardy. So is that Jeff Hardy 100% confirmed? I think I've seen so many names at the moment linked, mm. but yeah, I think I think it will happen. Jeff will be in um, AEW at some point. Whether it will be him on this this sort of this very match, well, I think I think he's still got a non compete clause till next month. I think, I'm sure. It's uh, yeah. Then I've seen a lot about Keith Lee as well because obviously he doesn't his his ones come to an end. But I know yeah. I think he's on his honeymoon at the moment though with um, uh, after just getting married. So yeah, I assume so. I've got a few names here. So. I think it, I don't know about his no complete cause, but Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe is a good shout. I mean, I don't know what his what his actually is. I know he was injured before he left WWE, so whether he's whether he's been cleared by his own personnel, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that, uh, that's good. I've seen you talk of William Regal might be coming. So I don't think he'll wrestling capacity, but yeah, um, yeah Johnny Gargano. But I'm sure he said he won't wrestle again until his baby's born. Yeah, I don't think he'll be Gargano. I think yeah, he'll he will wait till his. Until uh, his baby's born, but yeah, I think he still will be AEW when when that happens. Um, but but there's there's yeah, I mean it's always this. There's, there's I mean there, there is a big talk. I mean talking about the Forbidden Door being open is quite. I saw even a rumor that Triple H was going to be appearing. Yes, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, shame of man. Oh, no. <laughs> I think he was actually warned, don't sign him by a WWE personnel. I think they just mm. said, look, he's, he's out of control, don't sign it. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, yeah I was going to say Cameron Cross is another yeah, name I've seen doing the next, rounds. It's my next one, yeah. I know he's, he's got a few dates with MLW, but I'm doubting he's signed a contract with them. So, so I'm sure AEW would let him do these dates with a, uh, MLW as well. So, uh, away yeah. from recent WWE releases, um, Juice Robinson's contract with New Japan's recently expired. Oh, if they wanted to do, do a bit of a swerve, and everyone's thinking it could be Keith Lee or Samojo, and just do a bit of a swerve that way. That is interesting. I mean, I'd like to see. Um, I mean, I don't know David Finn. I don't know, is David Finley still is his. Oh, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I'd, I'd like to see him in uh, as Finn and Tinjuice in. Yes, we've seen how well they were in Impact as well. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, that could. I think yeah, we always do fall into this sort of trap, don't we? I mean, whenever there's a mm. a casino battle royal or anything like this, we always just think, oh right, which WWE people have recently? Well, usually there's loads to go through uh, the whole releases, but uh, yeah, you don't actually. And to be fair, it's only we're only human, and it is naturally the first thing you would think WWE. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you do forget that actually there is. Even what was so great about AEW when it first started is the fact that they were signing the best indie talent out there, sort of thing. Or when NXT back when that was amazing, when they were signing the indie talent, we forget there is still a lot of indie talent out there that it's not all just wrestlers who've been released by WWE. And yeah, a really good example there of of uh, Juice Robinson. Yeah, just like this loads. Who's to say Bandido still officially a, a free agent? Bray Wyatt, still the name keeps coming up. But have you seen the pictures, of, the pictures of him from the wedding? He looks amazing. He's just shaved his head and shaved his beard. It looks good. It looks, looks different. Yeah, and yeah. Brought, yeah. Uh, I think both forget where Wyatt is. I just, I still, I don't know whether Wyatt's dynamic will work in AEW. I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, who knows? I mean, there is, the good thing is, I don't think it, one thing we know for certain with AEW is nothing's ever certain. Uh, it, I just think they, bring, they in, well. bring in Wyatt or Strowman in for a ladder match is not the greatest way to debut them, really, I think. 
I'm assuming this is qualified for the ladder match, isn't it? So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, if I was to tell you right now, I, I think my obvious guess would be Jeff Hardy. I think would be would be my first guess, mm. but uh, but who knows? Who, who knows? I, I, the, the, the thing about the Forbidden Door, be it could, it could be literally anyone. As I say, I think now you've said you've sort of sold me a bit on Juice Robinson actually. Jay and the Rock, Bronson Reed. I know he's doing a few dates with Impact, but I don't think he's actually signed for them. I don't know. If he's, yeah, so I don't really know how the contracts will work. He's mm. yeah, I know he's been doing pretty well on. Impact as well. Uh, so it was a great match, really, really good match at the last paper against Josh Alexander. Mm. Um, and his men- his name was mentioned last week, to be fair as well, about by Brandy Rose with uh, Ethan Page. I know Josh Alexander's in major Impact plans though at the moment, so I don't think he I don't think he will be him. But yeah, no. Jonah could Jonah Jonah Rock could work. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we could and. Dango, I think he's called now. It's just not Fandango, just Dango, I think he's. Oh, Breeze would be. I mean, we forget about Breeze's early work in NXT. About mm-hmm. he is a, a very, very good wrestler. So, um, and we know this. This would shoot. This would be a very. This would obviously sort his style out. Well, go to perfection. Mm. Um, being in a ladder match, it'd be a great match against a, sort of another quite high flyer. So, yeah, I would be. I'd be all for that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure the time down goes announced recently. He's going to be teeing up with. Um, I can't think of. Uh, I can't think of what Kazani's new name is, Sin, Sin Bodhi. He's got he's going to be team of Sin Bodhi in the future. Ace Romero, from, who's been on, just recently been released from Impact, he's just been announced that he'll be facing Dan Maloney for the TNT Extreme title on the 10th of March. <laughs> After the show's also got um, G Money versus Scotty Too Hot in. Nice, good, yeah. some good card. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's getting there. <laughs> it looks amazing. <laughs> so speaking of the Forbidden Door Progress Wrestling chapter on two eight, um, NXT UK champion Dragonoff tipped up, faced up to Progress champion Car Noir. So that should be fun. So you're, you're a bit more in your history of Progress. So. Yeah, no, I mean they had a very good feud in 20, late 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, so sort of towards the end of the the Jim Smallman era, um, there uh, they had yeah very very good feud. I mean it was sort of when I wasn't getting to as many shows as I previously was, um, not out of choice. Well, just simply just yeah, not out of choice. <laughs> um, but uh, no, it, this by all accounts did seem like a a, a really really good feud, um, and yeah. Clearly, that's um, yeah, the, the new progress owners have want to see more of it. So, yeah, yeah, again, it's just the excitement they've they've really done well of getting these random well, these random surprises in the early days of progress. So, again, yeah, and if, again, it, the, the cross we saw obviously having the the, the cross sort of the uh, the forbidden door. Again, we saw the last show an AEW star appearing a bit well, a big AEW star. Mm-hmm. Um, we've now yeah seen. A big star on NXT UK, Dragunov was on, and um, we we've got Zaya Swerve Scott coming up as well, who's only on SmackDown only one towards the last the turn of the last year. So mm-hmm. yeah, exciting times, and uh, yeah, Dragunov versus Noir again will be great. I'm trying to work out maybe what because uh, obviously that's well NXT UK. I don't know what the, what the deal is with NXT UK. Maybe they might do like a champion winner takes all. Oh, that would um, be interesting for the belt. So yeah, maybe. I'd, I'd rather they go even more crazy, put it on NXT UK as well. Um, 
it'd be interesting. Yeah, if they do it, the next NXT UK takeover, if they have progress on there as well. Be, well. I remember once I was at the Brian Center and um, for a SmackDown Live event, and they had the Atlas, the Progress Atlas Champion then uh, Championship defender between Trent Seven and and um, Zach Gibson. Oh wow, <laughs> that's random. <laughs> really random. Um, I think it was Trent Seven against Zach Gibson. Well, I'm going back. We're going back to late 2018, so mm. uh, naturally a lot has happened uh, since. Um, I think it was Trent Seven versus. It was certainly Zach Gibson versus someone. Um, yeah. I think it was Trent Seven. Or yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that sounds like a fun match. <laughs> Have I ever told you that R. Isaac's convinced that Zach Gibson played Darth Maul? I have no idea how he got it from. <laughs> yes, he is, Daddy. I don't know where you're getting this from. How you think? Zach Gibson was probably ten when Star Wars Episode One came out. He's got in his head that Zach Gibson played him, and I have no idea where he's got it from. He's convinced. <laughs> but that was the news. So it was an association with, which is dedicated to all professional wrestling, WWE, AEW, Impact, Ring of Honor, any other indie that can be present on the page. So link will be in the description if you want to like the page. This is Royce ISAAC dollar sign one half of the wild cards, and you are listening to Broken but Glorious. All right, so welcome to our third annual far too early predictions with the WrestleMania cards. <laughs> so I'm, I'm picking SmackDown, Nick's picking Raw. We're going to do seven matches each, I think we've decided on. So, so we know the SmackDown Women's Championship is going to be Charlotte versus Ronda, and we know the Universal Championship is going to be Roman versus Brock. Do we see anything happen with them? Anybody get added to any of their matches? Um, I don't think so. No. I've heard a fan theory of Seth wins the Elimination Chamber and gets added to this match and it's an all, yeah, all, 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 all titles on the line. See, I've gone for a different uh, view, but uh, yeah. <laughs> right, so do you want to do your WWE Championship first? Uh, yeah, I'll go first. So... I actually think Bobby will, will somehow retain at um, Elimination Chamber. Um, so I'm going to go for Bobby Lashley to retain the title. And the next night in Rory comes out. Uh, obviously not, yeah, just being Bobby Lashley. And the person who interrupts him and declares they want to be the number one contender, which Lashley accepts, is Edge. Ooh. Sites that obviously brings up the, the fact that he won the Rumble last year and it was it ended up a triple threat match. He obviously doesn't go on whining about it. He meant obviously he goes on says he got on with it. Mm-hmm. But goes he hasn't had a one on one title match since I think he did Wrestle Reigns obviously at Money in the Bank, I think it was last year. But yeah, he makes the challenge to, to Lashley. Lashley accepts and we we've got Bobby Lashley versus Edge for the um for the title. I know so I think what elimination trip. So I think you've still got a fair good time to build that, a good solid five weeks or so. So yeah. you can bring up. I know Lashley's not really a, a heel heel at the moment. Um so you can kind of have it almost as like a respect kind of rivalry where it gets heated. Like we've seen with many WrestleMania mm-hmm. main matches. It doesn't have to be full on face versus full on heel. Yeah, so I've got one of that as well. So. Yeah, <clears> I, I think this could be a good dynamic. And also I think that now I think Edge probably would get a fairly good popper. Mania, so I think you can get Edge the title. I think last year it was a bit a bit awkward giving Edge the title, but um, no, I think this could work. Um, I think this could work with Edge taking the title from from Lashley and becoming the new WWE title champion. Ooh, I like that. Uh, my what match did I give? I'm going for something. Yeah, so I've gone for 
because there's severe lack of top heels on, on SmackDown. I've, I've noticed from trying to do this today. So I've gone for something similar. So it just it'll be a respect who's the best, who will basically go on to face Roman through the summer, probably. So I've gone for Drew McIntyre versus Big E. Oh, okay. Just, yeah, I just... I think, I think, yeah, I think Roman, Roman's going to retain against Brock and he'll need a ready-made contender for the for the summer. So I think, yeah, put one of these over strong against each other and that'll be a ready-made feud going forward. Yeah, I like that. I think with... I think, yeah, you're right. It's a bit awkward about how you can get the drift. I sadly feel they're going to... I don't know if it's going to be set him versus Corbin or not. I had I had him versus Corbin before, but then you told me Biggie had been moved back to SmackDown. <laughs> 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 but I was like, no, I don't want to see him versus Happy Gordon. But I, I, th- I think a proper old-school hoss battle between them two. Just to, yeah, I mean, even at the end, they shake hands or something. Like that, but you can, you can build it up over weeks and weeks and weeks, I think. And if you're actually really WWE, well, really um, non-WWE, I should say, you could maybe make it a number one contender match to actually have so it means something. Yes. <laughs> uh, what match are you going for next? Um, I'll go for the women's, uh, Raw Women's title, obviously. Well, I think well, we know it's going to be Charlotte versus Ronda. So, yeah, we know Becky's taking on Lita at Elimination Chamber. And there's a women's elimination chamber match to decide who will face Becky. At, I, I presume it's the who's. I, don't, I didn't think I actually heard that, but I presume they do the women's. I assume it's going to be the yeah. When it gets to face Becky, I can't imagine just doing one for the sake of. <laughs> it really wouldn't surprise me. It is WWE. They win it, and probably surprised the first person who gets eliminated comes out and challenges Becky on, <laughs> on and it gets there. But anyway, um, I'm going to go for Becky Lynch versus Bianca Bella for the for the title. I, I think. Yeah, uh, I think with this, I think. I mean, I still I know there's still one space up for grabs in the chamber, um, but I think regardless, you don't. I just think I think with this, it just has the biggest story on something you can make. I think Belair's been booked a bit poor recently. Um, don't think she ever really deserved to drop the title. I think she had a. I think I just think with this, you can link back to SummerSlam where Becky mm-hmm. obviously came in and and beat her in two minutes. So you have Bianca up for revenge. You can have the feel-good factor of Bianca winning the belt. I, I do think Becky will win it back at some point next year, but that's another, that's another story. Um, but yeah, I just think, um, I think, yeah, you can, uh, I think this would be a good, a good heel on those. You can actually have a good match between the two, and yeah. you can also have the face go over. Uh, like I was mentioned last year, just more of a face versus face, but this will be a proper heel versus a, a proper baby face, and, um, with the baby face taking the belt. I can see that happening. I can see that. Becky may be taking some time off, and then she'll win. I reckon Ronda will win the championship, and then Becky will win the Rumble next year, and it'll be Ronda and Becky at the next. Yeah, and next year's WrestleMania. I think that's where they're definitely going to go with Ronda Becky. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, yeah, I just think that Belair as well will add to her kind of WWE CV, if you will, with her. She's obviously already won the Rumble, she's won the Robin style, she's won the, I think she won the NXT. She might not have done it. Oh, you know, but, um, and now she'll, yeah, now win the Elimination Chamber, so it just adds, it adds to her being a, a main event player, basically. Um, my next one is a ladder match for the Intercontinental Championship. I've got um, Shinsuke Nakamura versus Cesaro versus Kofi Kingston versus Ricochet. And then I've added Pete Dunne and Champa because they've been having dark matches on SmackDown recently. So. Like that. Mm. You probably, probably put LA Knight and Roderick Strong because they've also been having dark matches if you want to make an eight. But I thought six was enough. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, yeah, I just, yeah, I just think, yeah. It'll be a fun match in the middle of the show. 
He's probably even open the show, open the show if they wanted to have a, something <laughs> exciting. <laughs> well, did we? We did. We got a ladder match, did we, last year? Did we? I can't think. I can't remember. I know we got like a triple threat one at the behind closed doors um, one in 2020, which was actually quite fun. But um, I, I can't recall a ladder match from last year. No, I don't think so. I think ladder matches a mania just go hand in hand, really, don't they? Yeah, especially for the Intercontinental or the US title. It's a good way to get lots of people on the show. Yeah. For a meaningful match. Well, yeah. funny enough, um, I'll go for my match, which is a United States six-man ladder match. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Damien Priest defending against Austin Theory. Now, this is where I was a bit stuck of who to do, because... I think I put on. I've got quite a few singles matches. But I was trying to work out who who makes the card, but I've, I've gone in the end for six man: Damian Priest versus Austin Theory versus The Miz versus AJ Styles versus Finn Balor versus Apollo Cruz. Because I was trying to think of another heel yeah. uh, to get on. Um, but yeah, I think we're I think Priest has actually held on for quite a while now. Um, I just feel yeah, you've got again. It's way to get on the card. I was struggling with an opponent for Styles. I mean, I, had to ch- I mean, originally had it down to Styles Edge, then I had to change that. Mm-hmm. Then I was thinking Styles Balor, but I was like, "There's not, you can't really build a normal match between them in five. Well, I mean, you could, but WWE can't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Styles and Balor in such a short space of time, especially given that Balor probably at this rate, from what it sounds like backstage, is lucky to even make it onto the card. Um, and then, yeah, the others, I just think you can probably get away with maybe Miz winning the ladder match. Um, as, because Miz is, Great, <laughs> but I think it's the United States, isn't it? I think. Is that you think yeah. United States, yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah. Um, or you could even do someone cool like Styles or Banner, and then maybe even bring back the United States Open Challenge each week on Raw. Oh, um, so yeah, I, I think yeah, that's what I'm going to go for. That a six-man ladder match. No, no, look, it'll be AJ versus Omos, though. <laughs> Three minutes. <laughs> God, I don't even want to think about him. The good thing yeah. is, I don't think he was on Raw this week, so... No. Maybe WWE is starting to wake up. I, I think they'll just throw him in the Andre Memorial Battle oh, yeah, yeah. and win it, probably. So. Yeah. Pre-show, please. Where's <laughs> <laughs> my next one? <laughs> okay. I've gone for Sami Zayn. Mad Cat Moss, Happy Corbin versus the Castle Jackass, all seven of them. <laughs> and Goldberg. <laughs> Just think somebody. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so I looked up the Castle Goldberg, um, Jackass on Wikipedia and on the last film there was seven of them. And there's, and Johnny Knoxville and Goldberg did a show together, but, um, oh, I can't remember what it's called. They're on a panel, I can't remember, oh, together. So the, there is a connection. A loose connection between them, so that's why I picked up. <laughs> so, that's, yeah, but it'd be eight on three, but it's really one wrestler. And, and, but I, I think it would just be a fun comedy nonsense just to break up the action. Yeah. I didn't know what else to do with Sami Zayn and Corbin and Moss. But. <laughs> well, I think, in fairness, sometimes you do need a bit of a... Um, you, you do need a bit of um, a bit of comedy on there, so I could be... Yeah, you need gets the fit. Yeah, I, I, I think that's actually quite a good shout, I think, to be honest. Maybe not Goldberg in there, but I'll just put him in there just because it'd be a bit weird that seven random men beat the free wrestlers. Well, in fairness, you do need Goldberg to probably come back with a win. Cause yeah. I can't remember the last time he really won one, so he just keeps coming up asking to face the challenge for a match, for a title match. So, mm-hmm. 
no, I think having Goldberg squash someone's probably, and I think Corbin Moss or um, Zayn, I think they're probably the, the good characters to do it. So mm-hmm. yeah, I've got, I think that's actually quite a good shout to be fair. Yeah, and you can have Jackass doing some weird stuff and you can go through a couple of tables and get a bit battered. You can get them battered for a while and then Goldberg comes out halfway through the match or something. Just to, if, Brock, if Brock can do it, then Goldberg can do it. He can just insert himself into matches. So <laughs> Goldberg can do it as well. Spears <laughs> everyone and then, yeah, be fun. Okay, your next match. Uh, next match, uh, oh, I'll go for, I'll go for the tag titles. Um, so this one was a bit, it sounds a bit boring this because I'm pretty sure they've already wrestled on mm, for a while, but I've gone for Gable and Otis versus the Street Profits. Um, I mean, I was struggling with this, um, but yeah, I, I just, I think you probably want to get all the belts on, on your cards, especially if you've got two nights to do so. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And in fairness to Gable and Otis, they have actually provided probably some of the more better stuff on WWE, t- on Raw TV. Uh, Chad Gable especially has actually got a bit more confident, more confident on the mic as a heel, so. Uh, yeah, his, I, I, his spot in the rumble is probably the one of the highlights. When he yeah. <laughs> well, you eliminated him, also they shouted, I'm a genius. Thanks for kicking every time. Exactly. I, I think he actually, with this, can actually kind of get over. I think he's, I think he's doing a, uh, very good. Um, so, uh, I, I, yeah, so I think that they, I think actually out of merit, they probably do deserve a place on the card rather than just because they're the champions. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think the Street Profits, they're, uh, they'll get a good ovation. They'll probably get quite a cool entrance at the Cups and everything. Yeah. I don't think they've really had a proper WrestleMania as well. And they, they kind of deserved it. They were pretty solid throughout the, the pandemic era. So I think they probably do deserve a, um, not saying they actually win the belts. Um, but yeah, I think they deserve either way a match on the, the main card at WrestleMania in front of a, a, a sold out crowd. I mean, the last two minutes, we know one was behind closed doors, and we know last year uh, was uh, well, not a full a full crowd. Um, so yeah, I, I think this would just be a, a solid tag team match. You, say, you, know, you, give, you don't need to give it any more than ten minutes. No, and um, yeah, fun. it's just a good way to get four deserving members of the roster on the card, I guess. Yeah, I'll go for my SmackDown tag team title match. I've gone for Usos versus. They called the Viking Experience currently. <laughs> yeah, the, the Viking Raiders, I think they are. Viking Why they can't just be called War? Well, even the War Raiders. Yeah, uh, I've got uh, yeah Usos versus Viking Raiders versus Sheamus and Ridge Holland. I think, I think it'd just be a, just a, a, a solid. I couldn't, I couldn't think of where to put Sheamus on the, t- the card, and I've really enjoyed Sheamus recently. So I was, I was like, oh, should I throw him in with the ladder match? But I cringe whenever he's in like bad matches because of his neck problems. <laughs> so, yeah. So I thought it would be, yeah. And I'm kind of liking the teacher and the apprentice thing they've kind of got going on with Ridge Holland. So, so yeah, so yeah. And you could even have the vacant Raiders win the titles in Saudi Arabia, and then we have you know, the Usos win them back at, May- at Mania. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a pretty good. Shoving. Yeah, you say sometimes it's 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 good just to get some uh, people. On the card, I think, oh, yeah, I think Seamus and Ridge Holland is a, is a reasonable enough pairing because, well, I, mean, I think it actually makes sense if Ridge Holland is, it's not like Ridge Holland's come out and gone, oh yeah, well, my idol when I was growing up was, or years ago when I wanted to get into wrestling was someone, I don't know, like John Morrison or someone, that wouldn't mm. make any sense. No. Um, first for a random wrestler just popped into my head there. <laughs> um, but at least Seamus, he's, he's British as well, so, well, Irish, yeah, so, 
that there is a connection there. That the fact that they are, yeah, they're, they're on the same sort of shores, so they can they can be a tag team. Um, yeah, I, I think that could work out. I think, yeah, I think again, it just feels the lack of. I think again, you've got three really, pretty, really good tag teams there. It's just how you build to it for if you can actually give it a, an actual survivor. I think with the with the Raiders, they're such a good tag team, but you know, I feel like it would be good if we could just see a bit more of them actually getting into a feud, so to speak. Yeah, there's a severe lack of tag teams on SmackDown and Osis as well. I nearly had to put Shanky and <laughs> Jim them all on the card. I was like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> so, but one it? week it was Cesaro team with Ricochet next week. Only, one of them did like a tag team battle royal. It came out of um, Mansoor. Mansoor, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, if WrestleMania was in Saudi Arabia, we were, I would have had Mansoor on the card, but he's <laughs> not on the card. He'd be in the battle royal. <laughs> so, <laughs> Um, okay, what's your next match? Uh, my next match, I've got three now one-on-one matches for the rest of mine, but I'll go for the one I think is most obvious, which will happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Randy Orton against Riddle. I don't want it to happen. Oh, I, I, I love RK Bro, and I, I, it's a tough one because it seems like they're quite high. Riddle, apparently there was talk of Riddle was actually reading some reports this week that Riddle was actually uh, potentially going to win the Rumble. Yeah, I remember. And, yeah. and they were going to win the yeah, oh yeah, we did, sorry, I beg your pardon. <laughs> so him versus Orton for the title could have actually been, a, well, could have been a thing. So they clearly do, they clearly want to go in the Riddle Orton direction, I think. Mm. I, I feel that this turn's coming now. So for a curveball though, how about Riddle turns on Orton? Ooh. I think it looks so obvious that we're just waiting for the RKO, Orton to beat the, beat the crap out of them, saying this, I'm not a joke. But how about Riddle actually, yeah, Orton actually takes a liking to Riddle, but then, Riddle goes into like his UFC thinking that I've been treated like a joke sort of thing and I can beat or and I don't really care about the old. Yeah. Be a bit like he is on Twitter, you know, he doesn't like Goldberg or, or Lesnar. So yeah, it'd be quite cool. We can just see a yeah a different side of Riddle, so to speak. Yeah, Riddle RKO RKO's awesome. Give his own yeah. Yeah, Hudson. Stack <laughs> well with bare feet, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think, uh, can even give him ways to get get the mat back to his name, Matt Riddle. <laughs> yeah, I've I've only got one more match because uh, so do you want to say your next one or should I just go for my last one? Oh, I'll go for my next one. I'll go for. I think this one's also in a similar vein actually of how they're going to get there. I feel like maybe it will come too soon for it, but uh, I've gone for Ray versus Dominic Mysterio. Yeah. Um, I think there has been. Sort of, we've seen in the build up to the Rumble, there were sort of hints. We saw them, there was a Miss TV segment on Raw this week. Where and then they, did, they didn't meet in the Rumble at all. It's like, wow. <laughs> exactly. It's... He could have had, not, maybe not have Dominic eliminate Ray, but maybe he tries once, so just puts a little bit of inkling that they could, could break up. So. I think, yeah, just dropping further nods is always good at some stage. You, know, you don't use it. A story, long storyline telling is just the. It, it just is the perfect. Well, it just is the best way to do it. No one wants short-term storyline. Long-term storyline telling is the best. So it doesn't need to be rushed from one one week something happens, next week the split happens. Mm. It can always just drop sort of clues here and there. Um, I think this might can, happen at SummerSlam because wasn't the custody of Dominic a SummerSlam match? Oh, that's right. Yeah, I think, I think that like, they, they could. Pull, I think it's more likely to be a SummerSlam. Weirdly, I was thinking that we've had this kind of like. I know Dominic became an actual wrestler, I think it was during the COVID times, but mm-hmm. I think even when Ray was having that feud with Samoa Joe back in 
2019, early 2019, that there was talk of, oh, wouldn't it be quite cool if, um, uh, Joe, like, Dominic turns on Ray and lines with Joe. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this has been going on for, well, we've obviously been wanting the turn to have, happen for a while. They need um, to do something with him, because they treat him like he's, like, 17 years old, but he's 25, he's the same age as, like, Jungle Boy and MJF. I, I think he needs a manager, like, a pr- I think there's talk of, even JBL's and he would like to be like Dominic's manager or something like a heel mm-hmm. manager I think it's someone who can do his talking we need to be on NXT for a while it's just well that's <laughs> that is true um but I think like we don't there's not many like heel managers is there apart from Paul no. Heyman um you don't really get to an MVP I guess that you could I think you just need a few more like I, think, I, don't, I don't think managers is ever having too many managers I don't think it's ever a bad thing and it's Every single member of the roster has one. It's a different story, but um, I think yeah, a split with Dominic aligning with a with a manager, I think would would definitely be the way to go. Um, as I say, I think we, I, I, I just feel that yeah, this will probably come too soon for a match. Uh, but I'm thinking is well, my my logic of putting this match on was not actually uh, it was actually going to be a friendly, almost like when Ray wrestled Eddie at WrestleMania, it was a mm-hmm. friendly match. Yeah. I could see them actually in a friendly match, but then the turn happens after. Uh, yeah, where Dominic beats Ray down, and yeah, and then we see the manager, whoever the manager will be, we see it like happen over the few weeks after Mania. But uh, but yeah, I can see them. Yeah, I, this is just a match I did, but I, I fear it might come too soon. But hopefully it doesn't, because you know, it'll be one I've got right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm torn on my last one because it all it depends whether if Bailey's back, I want it to be a Sasha and Bailey versus Selena and Carmella for the women's championship. But if it, mm. Bailey's not back. I think Sasha versus Shayna Baszler would be fun. I don't know, I, I've not thought about how they're going to get there, what the story is, but it's a simple booking thing. If, if they, I, I, I don't think they like doing, going down the way friends thing, but we could do uh, she, she, Sasha's friends with Charlotte and Shayna's friends with Ronda. And I don't know how, gonna, how, how, how to do it, but I just I want to get them both on the card, and I couldn't think of another way of doing it. But, but I'd go either or. I'd have either Sasha and Bailey. For the tag team titles or Sasha versus Baszler. Yeah. yeah, well, you know how much I love both of the Rosanna Bashani and mm. those deserve way more TV time. So, um, yeah, anything to get that on the card is, is a, a thumbs up from me. Yeah, they've got two months. They could build a good feud between each They're both good on the mic. They could, they, they could just have Sasha talking and have Chain and Bassler and stuff. You just don't have a bite in people. That's all <laughs> yeah, it's, it's easily done. I think you could build something really good between these two. Yeah, six weeks, seven weeks. Yeah, I think there's certainly time to get there. Mm, definitely. Yeah, so that's just my card. So who, what's your last match? Last match is, um, well, it's a, again, a match I'm not actually sure what's going to happen, but I was, I had to get him on the card, or well, both men on the card. It's Seth versus KO. Ooh, um, yeah. I fear, obviously, because I think this was always the plan for WrestleMania t- uh, two years ago. We then saw a good match, albeit albeit behind closed doors with... Um, no ZQ match, was it? Yeah, it was. And that was actually a match I got right, to be fair. I called that on the too early prediction card, mm. um, I remember. Um, but I just feel this, I think, the, the simple way you get it, it sort of reminds me a little bit of when Orton um, and Seth in the build-up to them at WrestleMania 31, where Orton basically was... Pretending to be Seth's mate, I'm mm-hmm. coming back, but then turning on him. I mean, that was kind of a bit more obvious. This has, what well, I think KO's turned 
Hill for what just over a month now. I think it was towards mm-hmm. the end of last year, so maybe they've left it a bit too long now. Um, but I just feel, yeah, I just think with the sort of the drops of the hint on Raw, the fact they don't really know where they're going to go with these two. I mean, I, I wouldn't rule out Seth versus Lashley, but then, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I just think. Um, I think this is a good way. I think Kevin could just Owens can just pretend it was a yeah he wasn't here at all. He was it was babyface all well didn't even have to go full on babyface. Just pretend he was always pretending with Seth. He knew he was a slime a scumbag and he wanted to yeah to beat him up. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think um, have, doing this again another no DQ match and the fact they actually get their match in front of a packed out crowd at WrestleMania rather than behind closed doors like two years ago. I think um, yeah I think I think can work. So, so my matches for SmackDown would be so Charlotte versus Ronda for the SmackDown Women's Championship, Roman versus Brock for the Universal Championship. I go Drew versus Big E for the number one contendership. Sasha Banks versus Shayna Baszler, a ladder match of Nakamura versus Cesaro versus Kingston versus Ricochet versus Dunn versus Champa. My SmackDown Tag Team Champions matches: The Usos versus Viking Raiders versus Sheamus and Rich Holland. And then Sami Zayn and the happy people. Are they the happy people? The happy friends? The happy people. The happy people. <laughs> yeah, we'll call them that. <laughs> My Cat Moss and Happy Corbin versus the cast of Jackass and Goldberg. And so, so what's your card again? Just for my um, One of the listeners, my card is Bobby Lashley versus Edge for the WWE title. Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair for the Raw's Women's title. Um, a six-man ladder match for the United States Championship. Damian Priest versus Austin Theory versus The Miz versus AJ Styles versus Finn Balor versus Apollo mm-hmm. Crews. Um, grudge match, Randy Orton versus Riddle. Uh, the Raw Tag Team title match between Gable and Otis versus The Street Profits. Uh, grudge match, Seth versus Kevin Owens. And we'll call it a friendly match between Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Seth versus Kerry, I don't know if I said it, will be hardcore, no disqualification. No, yes. it's barred. Yes. Whatever you want to call it. Dex death match. <laughs> <laughs> oh, death. Blood, first blood, anything. Whatever you call a hardcore match these days. Street fire. I'm sure, I'm sure there'll be lots of twists and turns between now and between <laughs> Chamber and WrestleMania, and barely any of these feuds will still be going. <laughs> yeah. Some of them probably even strip brands by this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought, I think. Based on what we know currently, I think we've come up with a decent car between us. <laughs> well, we tried to make it's almost like something I would describe it. I think it's like we've we've when like a new manager comes in to like steer a, shink, a sinking ship away, mm-hmm. like get, doing the best of a bad bunch of thing. Not, not that's nothing against the wrestlers. It's just the fact that how how rubbish and how moral seems so low in WWE right now. We're doing our best to try and get some good storylines going. Use these wrestlers to their their best and. And yeah, build the best card we possibly can, so. Yeah, and I'm sure Rick Boogs going to do an amazing entrance for Nakamura, and McAfee will be dancing all over all the tables. <laughs> okay, he'll go up to the international tables. With his Rick Boogs! <laughs> What's up, y'all? This is the one and only Chocolate Thunder Willie Mac, and you're listening to Broke but Glorious. Hey, yeah. Right, so we'll finish. So another Elimination Chamber match has been announced. Um, WWE announced um, be a Chamber match. We're guessing it's going to be for the number one contendership. The winner takes on Becky Lynch at WrestleMania. So Bianca Bella versus Rhea Ripley, Dewdrop, Nikki Ash, and Liv Morgan. I just want to. Do you think the last space is going to go to? 
Um, so we all we all know Bianca Belair is winning. So they could. I think Bianca right. Belair will win. Mm-hmm. It's I. I feel that there's two options you can go for. Depending on how they're injured, you can either give it to there's a there's three wrestlers I've got on my. I've got you've got Bailey as a return, but then the fear of that is you bring her back. Shouldn't she be straight away? Wouldn't it be a bit of a rubbish moment mm-hmm. she comes back and doesn't win the whole thing? Um, but I feel like you can get away with it just for the moment itself. Second one with that is Oscar. Now with Oscar, I feel like that would be the best way to go because the mm-hmm. fact that it'd be a good moment, a good shock, good to see her back on screen. But also, I don't think the crowd will go as ballistic with her not winning as they would with Bailey. Mm-hmm. And then the third one, I think you give it to an NXT call up, so like Io Shirai potentially. Um, but then again, the fear of that is going, well, you've just called her up and you've not had her win the chamber. What's the point of that? So, um, yeah, you go the opposite way and you just throw a legend like Beth Phoenix or something. She's, yeah. She won it. More than ball. Phoenix, you could go for any of the, well, there's so many legends in the, uh, in the Rumble. Mickey James, get her back. Really open up the, um, yeah, <laughs> the forbidden door. <laughs> door again. We want to see it open again. To be fair, can you imagine that? Yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> it'd be fantastic, wouldn't it? Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's not going to happen, but or I know you've also got Alexa Bliss, but I feel like apparently reading this week, they, I think these segments are going to be going up right up to sort of certainly near WrestleMania. So mm. I don't think we're going to see this side of WrestleMania. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested in what they're going to do with her going forward. I get the feeling that they're planning a lot. Well, in fact, no, this is giving me give thinking my expectations too good for WWE. <laughs> but I've got the feeling that potentially they might be doing a lot post Mania, like in terms of a good raw, raw after Mania mm-hmm. and a good smackdown after Mania in terms of returns and NXT call ups. Given that we didn't see anything, at the, well, we didn't see too many at the Rumble. Yeah, definitely. But I'm yeah. probably totally wrong, and they've got no plan of what they're doing. It's going to be made up on the night. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, yeah. When he when he announced it, my first thought was Beth Phoenix. Was I just thought, who's going to get a big pop from the Saudi crowd? If, unless they bring somebody like Trish in, but it was just, it was, I don't know. Just, it's a, a shout out legend to me because they can just come in. They don't have to win. It's a big pop. Yeah. And yeah. Oh yeah. Or return a star like Oscar or Bailey. But it can't, it can't be anyone just on the roster at the moment because they'll just announce them. <laughs> so it must be. Oh, yeah, they clearly it's going to be a use. Well, mind you, we think this. I think once I remember, uh, I'm trying to think, there's been some moments of elimination chambers in the past where it's like, I think a surprise announcement. Um, I think my favourite one might be elimination chamber in 2011 or so. It was like Teddy Long comes out and goes, oh, yeah, who's going to be this mystery pony? The big show. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was on a live chat at the point. Everyone's went, oh, for God's sake. <laughs> Oh, Big Show's own 50s, though. He's like, happy birthday to him. So, he's oh, yeah. Earlier. So, but, yeah. Cool. So, next week, um, we're, we're releasing uh, an interview special with our BBG British Wrestler of the Year, RPD. He's discussing his return since the end of lockdown. Because he's only been training for three years. So, he literally had, like, eight months of training, had a couple of matches, and then had 18 months off. <laughs> And come back, and he's been amazing ever since he's come back. So, so it's a really fun interview. So yeah, so we're releasing that next Wednesday instead of having the usual podcast because Nick and Lance are at the football. Seagulls. So, United versus Brighton, and we couldn't find another day when we're all free. So I'll be there is gladly 
said, you can interview him and release it on that face. So I hope you enjoy that one. And yeah, so if you like, ah, if you enjoy our show, follow us on Twitter. It's BBG Wrestling. Our website is bbgwrestling.com. And please like the Wrestling World Facebook page. It's dedicated to all, all things professional wrestling, WWE, AEW, Impact, Ring of Honor, and any other indie wrestling. Can be present on the page at any time. So yeah, link will be in the description below the podcast. And good night. Good night.